Hey guys, welcome to the After Church Podcast, where we take what we hear on Sunday and we apply it to our lives on Monday. Uh, this week is week eight of our Roman series. We're in chapter eight, a really beautiful passage of scripture where we're talking about the, the children of God are led by the Spirit of God. Uh, so we're going to be talking about how we are children. We're going to be talking about what it means to be uh, uh, speak in the Spirit, kind of. Uh, you're going to hear some really interesting conversation from uh, Scott England, who is an associate pastor at the East Eastridge East, and then we're also going to be talking with Stephanie Akiyama, who is the campus director at Eastridge South. So it's going to be a great conversation. Uh, I want you to stick around, and I want you to listen with an open mind today. I did. All right? We'll see you in the podcast. I do feel old. Do you, do you guys you start to feel old? Some days. Some days. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying yesterday, when I turned 45, it hit me. It's like... Yeah. Wait, I'm not 35? I know. This is really weird. Now what? What do mm-hmm. I do at 45? Yeah. Shouldn't I be this, 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 this? I'm so far behind. Oh, you're having those moments. That's yes. good. Oh, yeah. Mm. I Good mean, I had check. the the realization that I know nothing in my <laughs> mid-30s, but, you know, mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, mm-hmm. some work to do. 25, I knew I knew it all. 25? Heck yeah, man. I know everything. I'll be glad to tell anybody mm-hmm. who asked me. I know yeah. everything, right? Yeah. That's what I thought uh, at 25. Yeah. Now at twice that, I'm like, boy, there's so, <laughs> so much I don't know. Even what I thought I knew. Uh, I didn't yeah. really even John, know. John Mark Comer said, that he quoted some study that said that was like these rock star uh, theologians and preachers and everything. And they would say that they hit their stride. Like they hit their stride in their 60s and 70s. Wow. That that was their most fruitful Seasons wow. of ministry. We're in their 60s and 70s. It's a good study. It is. So John Amen. Mark was like, so we have hope. Now I'm preparing for that. Mm. Like, like now I'm preparing for that, and mm-hmm. just knowing this is not my most fruitful season of ministry, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, I just thought, wow. That's yeah, look awesome. at all the Bible greats, man. You know we. Yeah. We're in good company. Well, not in the New Testament. They all died out. young. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old they Testament greats. <laughs> Those in the Hall young. of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Here Methuselah. Uh, yeah. like, late in his 900s. What about He's Peter? Like, I'm really hitting my stride now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not be martyred, hopefully. <laughs> but if so, to God be the glory. To God That's be the right. glory. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because to God be the glory is actually a phrase. In chapter seven of Romans. Yeah. Yes. See, I did that. Yes. Nice. Right, that good, good job. That was good. Y'all oh paying attention. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> a segue monster. We are rolling. Right there. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look we're at that. Rolling. Look at that. But in uh, verse 24, which was really the uh, in seven, uh, chapter mm-hmm. seven, verse 24, yeah. it's the only sliver really of good news as Paul <laughs> yeah. was going through his, here's how terrible I am, mm-hmm. or here's the struggles I have. I know. I don't want to sin, but I do. Yeah. Even when I want to do the right thing. I wound up sinning, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and right when I'm about to do the right thing, it's like evil is right behind yeah. me, he says. Like, wham. Yeah. And so then the to God be the glory part was just when he talked, when he finally caps it off in 24, he says, wretched man that I am, mm-hmm. who will rescue me from this body of death, this flesh of nastiness that drags me down? Right. And he says, thanks be to God. Yeah. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I, I might have said to God be the glory, but thanks be to God. Yes. Yeah. That is a, a phrase I use all the time. Yeah. Yeah. In good and bad. A lot right. of scholars believe yeah. that that is the the thing, like the summation of seven that therefore is therefore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like how do I mean my, you know, he's going through right. seven's all about I and me and yeah. what I'm going through in my past and how yeah. do I overcome? 
and he says it through Jesus Christ, yes. mm-hmm. our Lord. Right. That's therefore. The what does it look like? <laughs> it right. by the Spirit. Yeah, you know. That's exactly right. Yeah. Man, that, that's cool. You, so you did you really did you get into like studying some of the where did this phrase come from at the end of it? Like the whole. So then, with my mind, I'm a slave to the law of God, but with the flesh, I'm a slave to the law of sin. Like yeah. some people think that wasn't even originally in there. Yeah. Because it's it is, is this, a weird. Yeah. Is it part of the scribes kind of putting this in the in the margins? Maybe like as well as the second part of right. verse one, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. When they were writing or translating and they're like, oh, let's add this part over here. Yeah. Could have mm-hmm. been could have been commentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole debate about inerrancy of scripture yeah, or whatever. Right. Definitely but not. Whether yeah. the Holy Spirit I mean, we have this today. We can trust this today. Absolutely. So God I'm, is I'm gonna sovereign. S- yeah. Stick with that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. But if we if we did just for a second go, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Then that gets us to today's topic, chapter eight, which is then there is therefore now no, no condemnation. Not like less condemnation. <laughs> yeah. There's none. Yeah. For those who are in for those who are in Christ, Christ Jesus, Jesus. That's exactly right. And so if before was, oh wretched man that I am, who can rescue me? We know who that is. Right. And since we know who that is, since he's done what he said he would do, there is therefore no condemnation. Yeah. For mm-hmm. those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Which launches us into the rest of eight, <laughs> which is the best chapter in all of Holy Writ. <laughs> it's, it's, it is just my favorite because it is so full. It is chock full of freedom and hope. Mm. Like that is what the entire chapter is about. Like if you are ever having a bad day, open up Romans 8 and read it mm. and read it aloud. Like it is amazing everything that has been given to us, who we are, what we have been freed from, like over and over and over. It is like, it's like uh, some people talk about pleasure stacking, you know, like they're going to pick a day and they're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to do all of their most favorite things on that day. We talk about that during the Sabbath. Like we're going to pleasure stack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reading this. It is like, it is like pleasure stacking. It is like reading all of these things that we are freed from. And then all of these things that are part of our inheritance. And anyway, mm-hmm. it's just good stuff. You did not have to stop. No, I was, I keep was on, like, keep going. Hook, <laughs> line, and sinker. It Let's is go. my most favorite chapter yeah. in scripture. I read it almost every day or listen to it almost every day. It's one of those that like, if I get in the car and I haven't listened to it yet, I'm going to put it on audio and I'm just going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is true. It just reminds you of the goodness of God over and it over does. and over. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And, and my identity in Christ and mm-hmm. what, what I have and what I don't need to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it just... It is fantastic. Mm. That's what I was going to say, just how positional it gives us right in the front. Exactly. Just because, you know, where is the lack of condemnation coming from? Not that we fulfilled the law. Right. Jesus fulfilled it. (laughs) You know? And those that are what? That one little word, in. In. Mm. Yeah. In Christ Jesus. Right. And what does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? Mm Mm-hmm. All these things. Yeah. Well, well, maybe I'm, I'm... now I'm like playing the game, like, oh, what, what is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is Somebody it? Says, yeah. yeah. Cause I know the whole, like, uh, we were talking even earlier, like, what, what is the main point of chapter eight? It's mm-hmm. certainly for encouragement. And it's right. Right. Um, and in uh, Kurt Petersham's message, and he he's, uh, wrote the outline and the message for this uh, sermon, it, he would have said uh, that it's the children of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so if this being in Christ is maybe kind of a nod to, Christ in you as well. Like that's right. a, a, a right. symbiotic might be the wrong word, but 
we are we're told in scripture we're both in Christ and Christ is in us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Kurt had a good example of, you know, setting a, a cup down into a, a pitcher. Yeah. Right. And saying that. which one is in yes. who. Right. You know, so you're right. Like, yeah, well, I'm in Christ, Christ is in me. Yeah. But I know one of your favorite topics is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And yeah. so being in Christ, we don't have that condemnation condemnation because of what Christ has done, achieved for us. But in that achievement, he sealed it mm-hmm. by giving us the Holy Spirit, yeah. which is mentioned, and I, I should have known this number, but I think it's like 19 or so times. Sometimes it's double-digit times yeah. the Holy yeah. Spirit is mentioned right in just in this eight. chapter 8. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, being in Christ Jesus. He's going to go on to talk about being heirs, you know, yeah. what that looks like, um, you know, also heirs of suffering. We'll talk about that in a little while, but, but right. still just everything that Jesus gives and brings— when we are adopted, you know, we are in Christ. He's in us. I mean, you said it. This is exactly how we live in Christ, not in ourselves right. or of ourselves. Mm. Right. Um, just so much packed in to that very first verse. Right. And we it. have all of this because we're in him. It's not like we do all of this so that we can be in him. Mm-hmm. But all of the, you know, setting our minds on the on the things of the spirit and um where does it say, uh, who walk according to, the, not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, like all of these things we do mm-hmm. because of who we are. That's like right. We are in Christ and, and therefore uh, the Holy Spirit, he scrubby bubbles inside of us and like he changes our mm-hmm. want to's. Mm-hmm. And so we, we walk out this life in Christ, um, the way that honors him and, and setting our mind and being intentional about doing that. Like there, mm-hmm. there, there are things that we do just because we are in Christ doesn't mean that it's like, okay, sit on the couch and just be mm-hmm. in Christ, you know, but it is there. This is the way that we live out our holiness. This is the way that we live out being in Christ. We s- intentionally set our minds on things. We walk in a certain way. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. interact in a certain way, but this, um, being in Christ is is uh, doesn't doesn't necessarily free us from um, you know just being loosey goosey about mm-hmm. about how we live our lives conviction or consequences right. or any of those other things right <laughs> right he still says to do some things but it's not in order to be in Christ it's because we are in mm-hmm. Christ yeah. it's an in and a through it's that's a right. both and that's mm-hmm. right yeah we can't do it on our own that's what Paul said in seven like all this um, stuff yes. how do I do it Jesus right. Christ yes. in me. Right. Um, but yet he still calls us to some sort of action. Exactly. Right? Like it's not we just sit around and wait right. for everything. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he, there's clear instructions given mm-hmm. to us. Right. Um, we were likening it to, so last week we were in seven, we were talking about how the law didn't change right. once we were under grace. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't now become above the law. Right. When we are under grace, all that happens is maybe the purpose of the law changes now, instead of us doing all these things to be made right with God, we've been made right with God through Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we look at the law, not as eliminated, but the re- but repurposed. Now we see God's character in it. Mm-hmm. We see, oh, these are good rules to, to abide by because right. he's given them to us so that we'll be healthy and so we'll be, you know, <laughs> right. um, flourish as a society. Mm-hmm. And there's there's reasons these laws exist and they keep us out of trouble. And they, yeah, <laughs> and they, they reveal us. to us what, you right. know, why we need Jesus, why they, we need a Savior, yes. why we can't do... You see that from the beginning mm-hmm. of the Old Testament all the way up to Christ. Right. Like we've tried mm-hmm. for ages. Yeah. And then we can't. Mm-hmm. Right. We can't fulfill the law. Right. Can't uphold the law. Yeah. My flesh wants to go against the law, which we see in there. Yeah. Right. We, which is why the law couldn't save us. 
Right. It did not motivate us. It could not save us. Right. It's instructive and it reveals to us who we are, but it it doesn't have the power Mm. to save. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't follow the law to be good. We follow the law because it's good. Yeah. Right? Like, it's good. Right. We see the beauty of it. The Father's given us this great thing. Yeah. It's holy. Right. So we follow it. Yeah. Not, man, I better better follow this so that I'm good. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking... Going back through this the last couple of weeks, just thinking about what would it be like to stand at the seat right in front of Jesus, the Father, and the Son. I mean, think about how awesome, in the most literal sense, it would be, right? And, and to think about all that I had been done, all that I'd been through in the past, mm-hmm. and knowing right now that there is no condemnation right. for those that are in Christ Jesus. Right. If there's no condemnation, right? You know, there will be judgment. Um, we will see the things that, you know, we didn't do out of proper motivation, right? We'll be blessed by the things that we did out of proper motivation. Yeah. But standing there at his seat, I was just—I don't know—I just had that. I guess as human as I can right now, without it actually happening, that sense of awe mm-hmm. of standing before, and also just conviction too of, man, I, I want my life to count yeah. I want everything that I do in Christ to count yeah. um, because we can we can be set free and take on this no condemnation and we can still live if we choose potentially to not live in purpose and on purpose right. and waste our life exactly. but be free from the yeah. power of sin right. and death mm-hmm. right how right. scary is that yeah. you know when you think about man I just I want to go to heaven with, you know, flames coming off my back going, Woo, that was fun. Let's do this, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. man, we went, we gave it all, yeah. you know, yeah. in Christ. Yeah. That's that, that's that waiting in hope, you know, um, uh, verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us for the mm-hmm. creation waits with either lo- eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God, for the creation was subjected to futility. Anyway, it goes on mm-hmm. to just say that, it was subjected in hope. The creation itself will be set free. So there's there's purpose in the suffering. What you were saying was like if we instead of trying to, and I feel like we try and do this all the time, we know that in Christ we will suffer. Like c- c- Jesus is perfectly clear yep. about this. Mm-hmm. Um, in this in this world you will have trouble, trouble. right? Okay, mm-hmm. so he he doesn't say you might. It may happen if you know you're having mm. down on your luck or whatever. Um, it will. <laughs> it's going to happen. It will mm-hmm. happen. Um, but, but, and so sometimes what we try and do is we try and minimize the suffering. Like mm-hmm. that is what we are in suffering minimization, mm-hmm. you know, mode. Um, mm-hmm. but instead I feel like if we maximize God's glory, like if we max, like if we think about what you were talking about, if we think mm-hmm. about standing before Jesus, like that moment where, uh, Revelation says there will, there will be no more pain, no more suffering. There's not going to be any sorrow. There's not going to be any reason for sorrow. Like there just won't be any of that. And if we, when we are suffering, and this is only Christians can do this. If we maximize his glory, instead of what we try and do is manage the suffering. Like we try mm-hmm. and minimize the suffering. But instead, I think this is saying like, maximize the glory, like focus on that, like keep that because we're going to look back when we're in glory, (laughs) when Mm -hmm. we're in the new heavens and the new earth and, and there's, there's purpose and there's true freedom and no pain and no suffering. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to look back and go, oh, man, I was so wrapped up in that season mm -hmm. about my suffering or this pain that I was having. But, yeah. man, I, if, if only I would have seen Christ for who he is and, and the promises for what they are. That's why it says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing. And Paul suffered. <laughs> yeah. He suffered. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a rosy unicorn's life. Like he suffered. Um, most, most of the apostles, uh, mm -hmm. all of the apostles suffered. Um, Paul went from having a life of luxury. Yes, posh. Yes, he was a Pharisee. Mm -hmm. He had everything he needed from the right he was, family. He, yep, yep. He, he had the right standing. He had the yes. right money. He had the right position. He was the authority in right. their religious system. He was popular. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he really he had all the right things yeah. and gave them up exactly and took the suffering yeah to maximize the glory maximize the glory yeah, he didn't minimize the suffering right he maximized the glory I like mm. that I've never yes. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard that before yes. I'm like we do try to minimize I do suffering I try to minimize the suffering yeah how can I numb like this right? like <laughs> I don't want to exactly feel this anymore right. um yeah. I was just writing about that the other day and uh I don't, I don't mean to be insensitive, but with the Nashville Covenant tragedy, I was feeling it. I was feeling it in the feels, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And I wrote that I just, I wanted to turn the news off and not have to think about it. Because mm -hmm. exactly. if I didn't think about it, right. then I wanted to feel it. Yeah. Right. And if I don't feel it, then I don't have to carry any kind of burden. Maybe yeah. it's not or real. worry. Right. And it didn't really happen. Yeah. yeah. And I felt bad. Like, I felt bad for that. It really was about, turn it turned into something about me. Right. Mm -hmm. Which was unfortunate because mm -hmm. I was going, well, I can't fix it. And if I can't fix it, I don't want to feel it. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, no, I need to feel it because that's that's sin. That's evil. That's stuff that we've got to combat yeah. some way. And, you know, we could debate about what those ways are, but certainly there's mental illness problems and there's things yeah. we could talk about about guns. But really, it's a it's a Jesus where people need Jesus problem. Absolutely. And and if I take away that burden. I'll forget that I have to share Jesus right, with other part people. Part of that burden people is motivation. That. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is exactly yeah. right. Yeah, it's like a holy angst. Yes, you know, right. Where do we get that spirit from? The Holy Spirit <laughs> mentioned spirit. in Back chapter eight. What? Chapter eight. That's awesome. Oh man. Well, we used to in verse five. We used to live according to the flesh. Mm. We set our minds on things of the flesh, but we don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. right? right now, we live according to the Spirit. We set our minds on things of the Spirit. Um, if we set our mind on the flesh, that's going to lead to death. Mm -hmm. But if we set our minds on the yeah. spirit, we don't just get life. We get life and peace. 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 And look, I, I just want to mention, it doesn't say minds um, for to set the mind on the flesh leads to death. It mm -mm. says for to set the mind on the flesh is death. You're dying. You're dead. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're thinking you know about these things. Say, You're dead. Man, that's real life. Like there is a difference in living and life, mm -hmm. right? There's a difference. Mm -hmm. There's a difference in dying and death. Mm. And so when we set our minds on the flesh, when it's all emptiness and there's never enough, and we're always just grasping for the next thing, the next mm -hmm. thing, the next thing, that is death. It's futility. It's, it's, it's what happened when the curse came. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like death. it's just this emptiness yeah. and chasing after the wind. It is death, but to set the mind on the spirit. And this is a setting. This is an intentional, mm -hmm. we need to do this is life and peace. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we're all chasing. Mm -hmm. Like that's what Mind we're all chasing. Controlled anyway. is what NIV says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Controlled by the spirit. Right. Which right? which makes we have to surrender. Which is interesting yeah. because throughout scripture where we see control is 
a fruit of the spirit. Self-control, Self-control. Right. It's yes. the only thing we're called to control. Right. Self, self-control. Right. Like, and we give that to the spirit. Right. And that's a fruit. Of I'd rather have people control. I'd rather have people control. Yeah, it's control. easier, right? It's <laughs> so much easier. Control I, you I guys. control my world. <laughs> right. I control everything around my world. Yes. All things in my world. It makes me feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I want to jump to 14, um, just because it's going to set us up with some, for some of our uh, reflection questions. Uh, 8, 14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God, mm-hmm. which yeah. should give us such great comfort to know that we have a Father yeah. Now, who cares about us? Not only cares about it, but now kind of we get his DNA in the yeah, Holy Spirit, right? right. Like, um, and then verse 15, for you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, right. but you have received a spirit of adoption. That's how mm-hmm. we become uh, children of God but by his adoption. And so we cry, Abba, mm-hmm. Father. It is the very, when we do, when we cry, Abba, Father, it is the very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children... Then we're heirs. If heirs, then joint heirs with Christ. In fact, well, if in fact, we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. Mm-hmm. But I don't want the suffering part. So I just want to be glorified with him, but then I can't be a child, child of God. Yeah. Right. So I have it's to go. Suffering is part parcel. of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we're talking about living out of our identity in Christ right here. This is where the tone changes in chapter eight. Right. You know, because he just came out of this whole thing of, being led by the Spirit, um, your mind being changed by the Spirit. Right. Um, real quick, I, I wanted to go back really fast just to, mm-hmm. you know, this fact that we are always feeding the flesh. Like, it's it's our sinful nature to feed the flesh. Right. Um, and so when we understand our identity in Christ and being children of God, then we have this, this desire to feed the Spirit. And mm-hmm. when we understand how much He did for us and how we, like Paul said, we can't do it on our own. We need Jesus and we have this desire to feed the spirit, and we all know what you feed grows. Right. right? Feed the flesh, it grows. Mm-hmm. You starve the flesh, it right. dies, it withers, at least becomes super skinny, right? <laughs> so, but we, when you feed the spirit, yeah. skinny flesh, yeah. it grows. Yeah. And, and and ideally, we want to put to death, mm-hmm. right? This 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 fleshly idea and these fleshly thoughts and the things that are bombarding us right. every day by the world. Um, because we are children of God, mm-hmm. because we are, and we always, you know, it's like, we want to put the cart before the horse all the time. Yes. You know, pull up my bootstraps, get after it. Do, 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 do. Why? Mm-hmm. But because well, somebody told me to, mm-hmm. Ooh, well, I think God did, you know, or the Bible definitely did, or my pastor did mm-hmm. right. like, well, how about your relationship with the father? Yes. How about mm-hmm. that? You are a son, a daughter, a child mm-hmm. of God. Now, yeah. you know, you are mm-hmm. an heir to his throne. And what does that even mean? Like, Press into that. Let's learn how to really know God the Father. Let's really learn how to uh, pray through the Son. Let's really learn how to be led by the Spirit through the Word of God and and His leading and through the people of God. Um, Let's start there rather than with the things. Mm -hmm. We can't avoid the things. Obedience is thicker than blood, Jesus said there in Matthew. Right. Right. But it all happens, again, there's the horse and then there's the cart, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, first to, to walk in our identity and who we are in Christ. Yeah. And that's what I love about this language shift and even just the the idea here, starting in verse 20, uh, 14. Mm. Yeah. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Mm-hmm. How do you know you're a child of God? You're led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're led by the Spirit of God. <laughs> yeah. He leads us. I love this point. Somebody made a point that um, 
he leads us. He doesn't drive us. Yes. And Spurgeon. you see, was it Spurgeon? It was. Yeah. Uh, um, it was Spurgeon. Yeah. And, bing. Uh, yeah. Bing. We got a point. Um, but man, how many times do we feel like we're, like we're just driven to do things yeah. rather than being led by the Spirit? The devil's the one who drives. He, you know, he puts demons in people. He yes. drives things. Yes. Or the pigs, the poor little pigs. Yeah. yeah. And then. <laughs> drives them off the uh, cliff. No. Yeah. Uh, but here, Spirit leads. Yeah. Yeah. He's a strong leader. Mm-hmm. He expects a lot, but he leads, doesn't drive. Love yeah. that point that Spurgeon apparently mm. made. Spurgeon. Yeah. He's a good one. So we have the Spirit leading us. We Our part is putting to death um, the stuff that should be killed um, or uh, starving it till it becomes skinny, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that should lead to death if it dies. Um we got this whole section about the creation groaning. You were talking about that a second ago. Um, creation didn't didn't do anything wrong, but yet it's it became <laughs> a death was brought into the world. Yeah. Part of the fall, yeah. It's like doggone it, Adam and Eve. I know it. Now I wouldn't have done that. I would so never sad. have done that. <laughs> but you guys have caused all yeah. this air pollution and whatever else. Yes. But then we get to the end here, uh, 26 and 27, at least for us today, we're going to stop at 26, 27, which is a, a shame, but we'll stop there because next podcast, we'll, we'll be talking about um, the what doesn't separate us from, what could possibly separate us from Christ. But anyway, 26, 27 says, likewise, the Spirit, we were talking about our weaknesses a minute ago, sufferings, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, um, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Mm-hmm. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And I think in that, uh, that's an interesting thought, first of all, right? When you run out of words to, to pray, I don't know what to pray. I don't know if anybody's ever had that before. Happened before. <laughs> They're like, I don't even Never. know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Never. There's a, a bit of a promise there, isn't it? That mm-hmm. if we have the Spirit of God in us, the Holy Spirit in us, we're going to know, maybe not know how to pray, but we'll be praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we be praying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> For sure. That's exactly right. Come through us. That's a, that's a tough one. Obviously, you were like, what are, the, what are the groanings about? What is it? Is it my groanings? Or is it the Holy Spirit's groanings? It's, you know, what does it say right here? What verse was it again? 26. 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but... The Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's a weird scripture, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. people are just like, how are we going to jump into that thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of obviously different stances on what that might mean. Um, so, you know, a couple of them I was looking at. Two in particular. One is that the Spirit is um, praying for us, like it says here, and we don't necessarily take part. We're praying some things, and God the Father is just kind of like, eh what he really means is this, you know, or even Paul, when he was praying to, to get rid of the thorn of his thorn in his flesh, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he prayed three times that God would take it and, you know, Holy Spirit praying for him. Jesus is like, let me take this to the father. And the father's like, well, I know what he wants to happen, but here's what's going to happen. Right. He's going to be able to find joy in suffering. He's going to, I'm going to teach him through this. He's going to be able to walk through this right now. Right. So you know, he, he can, can do all things. Romans. He can yeah. find contentment <laughs> yeah. in Christ, you know, in right. this whole thing. So that's one way. And the other one, obviously, is prayer language. Right. Um, you know, that it is something, this Trinitarian communication between man 
and God through the Spirit. Right. That when we truly don't know what to pray, like literally, you just told me you were sick, so I can pray for that. Right. But if I don't know how to pray, we can pray in that way. Right. And some people, you know, think that's a gift. The prayer language is yeah. is, is a gift. It's right. when you say prayer language, you're, you mean like an audible, praying, like speaking in tongues? Yes. Yeah. Praying, or praying in, in a tongues. prayer language in a tongue. Yeah. Right. Okay. Versus, which is different than, um, uh, giving um a, a message, word. Right. A word, and then have it interpreted. Obviously. Right. So yeah. that um, is interesting. Yeah. Huh. It is super interesting. And it it's an it's a kind of a I don't know. Even recently I've I've had people here at Eastridge talk about how they they pray in the spirit. They have a prayer language. And I'm like, hmm. okay, because I haven't heard that spoken about in a good while. Yeah. You know? Uh you don't hear that very often. And it's starting to kind of come up here and there lately. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? Well, man, I, would, I, <laughs> I would need to look into it more. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think the thing that um, the thing that I love about this scripture is it gives me a lot of um, comfort and security that when I don't know what to pray, there are times in our lives when not only is it just something puzzling, but also we are so emotionally spent mm-hmm. two summers ago when I went through that depression, I, I couldn't think of what to pray. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know help. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that, like that was the only thing that I could pray, mm-hmm. but I felt like in, in my time of prayer, I, I, I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to formulate things. It was just, uh, flowy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was just flowing yeah. and it mm-hmm. was, um, it was it was him. Mm-hmm. So something real was happening. Yes. You just couldn't put words to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But but I think yeah. that there are times in our lives when, you know, our kid is in trouble or mm-hmm. we are in an emotional state where we can't or whatever. There there are times, and I would say more than we want, um, where we just all we can say is help or, or yeah. Jesus yes. or whatever. And I think the spirit knows and mm. he takes over, mm-hmm. um, which is a Huge comfort to me. <laughs> there was a literal time when that happened here, when we lived here, actually. And, you know, I've exercised what I believe to be a prayer language um, over the years, and it's come and gone. Um, but specifically, one day, Madeline was about four, and, uh, you know, we have a large flight of stairs mm-hmm. uh, between our split yeah. level there. <laughs> and I was downstairs in the bottom, and I heard this thud and, like, this scream. And then no scream, quiet. And I walked up the stairs and she had fallen on her back, like knocked the wind out of her hundred percent. And I walk up, she's just like, "Uh, uh," she can't breathe. She can't say a word. And I immediately just went to praying and I did not know what to pray for, but I prayed in the spirit in a, in a prayer language. And I'll tell you, I have no idea what I was praying or what I was praying about other than I needed Jesus right there in that miraculous moment I was done praying and she went, <gasps> took a deep breath and looked up at me with peace. And I just grabbed her up and I held her and I just said, thank you, God. I didn't know what to pray or how to pray it today, mm-hmm. but you just rescued my child. Yeah. You know, and still to this day, she can remember that, you know, as a four-year-old. And, and did uh, she say, dad, you were making some weird noises. Like, what were you saying, dad? <laughs> right. Was, was so that Spanish? Was, so it was audible. It was yeah. an audible thing where yeah. you didn't know what you were saying. She didn't know what you were saying. Right. To this day, she doesn't know what you were saying. Neither one of us. But, but we know that you God did amen, something she breathes. miraculous right there in the moment. All right. Yeah, that I didn't know how to 
much. Had a All right. So, so good. He is. And we're his children. He is Abba. He is Abba. Um, oh Which man, means... I, Daddy. Daddy. Like, yeah, it's like the intimate form of and father. And the adoption. Daddy. Yeah. Like when you study what adoption meant in the in the Roman time, Oh yeah. yeah. the child was given a new name. Mm-hmm. All of their past was no. wiped away. Yep. If they owed money, it was wiped away. Yep. Like they were just as much a child of that father as the natural born sons. Mm-hmm. They were... Forever family. Forever family. They had that Joint name. Joint heirs. Yes. Right? Like all the things. Now I get part of your kingdom. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. And that's us. Yeah. And to walk in the security of that, mm-hmm. to know that, mm-hmm. to remind ourselves of that mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It minimizes the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> it maximizes his glory. I had just one thought on that too. Um just the fact that we can come as close to God, you know, as a true father. Right. You know, and, and some of us have father wounds. Some of us don't know what it looks like mm-hmm. to have a, a true father, an earthly father, but he's the perfect father. He's the good father. He cares more for his children than we care for our children, which blows my mind <laughs> right. how much he cares for us. Um, but just this morning, even I was, uh, Ryan and I, Ryan, Ryan's my wife. Um, <laughs> they know. Uh, uh, we were just talking about, how grateful we are. Uh, the last couple of weeks, Madeline, my daughter has been super helpful and very obedient. And, um, she, about that time, Madeline gets ready to come down the stairs and, uh, Ryan's like, Hey, will you, Madeline, it's time to start school. We want you to come down and get ready for school. And she said, yes, ma'am. Can I please finish putting my toys away? We're like, Yes, you yes, can. They're like, can I clean my room? Look what just happened right here. Yes, ma'am. May I please yeah. clean up? Who are Hello. These? Three things in one. Oh, miracle, miracle, miracle. You know, and I was like, yeah. we were just talking about yeah. this. Oh. You know, and so she comes walking down the stairs. I mean, I was just overwhelmed with gratitude and pleasure and um, thankfulness for her attitude. Now, we know kids, that could change tomorrow. But <laughs> but for that for this time, like this period of time, she was doing that. And she comes down the stairs. And I, I brought her down the stairs, like the second to the bottom one, because now we can see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed her and I said, I know my breath smells like peanut butter right now. <laughs> really what you said. It really did. I really, really said did. this. Okay. And she laughed. And I said, but I just want you to know how thankful I am for you. And, you know, the last few weeks, mom and I were just talking about how how obedient you've been and um, how helpful you've been cleaning the house and helping us out and doing it without complaining and saying, yes, ma'am. And yes, sir. And uh, doing it when we ask you, not yeah. the third or fourth time, mm-hmm. man, that just, I just really appreciate that. That warms my heart so much. You know, thank you. And uh, she just kind of smiled. And then she asked me about something crazy yeah. off the wall. <laughs> well, a few minutes later, uh, I'm downstairs working and uh, she comes down and she said, get daddy, I've got a secret for you. Can I tell you a secret? And I'm like, well, of course. What's about to happen? And she leans in and she said, I love you. And she just gave me a big hug. And this is just a few minutes after she was processing this yeah. whole thing. But what if she was just obedient and right. she wouldn't call me daddy? Right. Hmm. What if she obeyed all the time, but I never heard her say, daddy, I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. Could it be maybe even that her obedience comes from a desire to please us, right? And could it be, even be even further that this nine-year-old has a deep desire to please God, right? knowing that pleasing God 
pleases us. Pleasing us pleases God. Right. And that is coming from a point of love right. from the Father, even. That yeah. She even has a desire yeah. to do that. And I just had this whole moment of like, this is how it is with us and the Lord. He desires for us to obey, of course, but just as much, if not more, I believe, he wants us to call him Abba, Father. He wants us to crawl up in his lap and say, I love you. Right. I need you. Yeah. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that you're holy. Thank you that you're grand. Thank you that you're a creator God, but you're also my father. Yes. The one that I always needed and always wanted, and you love me more right. than anybody else possibly could. It's why we've been adopted as children instead of recruited as minions. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's why, because he desires relationship. Mm-hmm. And out of relationship, out of that love relationship, that's why we obey. That's why we see all of these rules and, mm-hmm. and boundaries as beautiful and as helpful and mm-hmm. as uh, given to us by a loving father is because of this relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's how he set it up. And you're right. Like that is, that is his desire. It's why he calls us children mm-hmm. instead of recruiting us as yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean, I th- you know, I think you've hit on something that for, for me has always struck me weird is the whole, like uh, I grew up in the Baptist church and not knocking Baptist, probably still very Baptist, but we would sing onward Christian soldier, you know, yes. <laughs> and I was like marching off to war. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the sentiment is more probably spiritual type right, stuff. Right, right. But I, I really, I like the language of father, son much yes. better than general Right. Sergeant <laughs> or, or minion or whatever you said. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Private. Yeah. Hey, private. Get out there. Yeah. Slay the enemy. Do the thing. Like, what yeah. is the beauty of the Father that he gives us the spirit of the Son. He gives us the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that we can carry this out. And he gives us love mm-hmm. and joy and peace mm-hmm. and patience right. and kindness. He gives us the ability to onwardly march, mm-hmm. right. to go into any battle, to go into any uh, turbulent situation you know, that we can consider it joy when we face trials of many kinds is the yes. testing of our faith that produces perseverance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even like Paul talks about it in the earlier parts of Romans too. Like what is, what is uh perseverance do for us or what is yeah. this turbulent life do for us? It gives it's us what? Endurance. Endurance. Endurance leads to character. Right. Character yep. leads to hope. Yep. Hope yeah. is not disappoint. Yeah. But uh, it just works so well together, obviously, because right. he loves us so much. He gave us his spirit so that we can. Right. Mm-hmm. We can respond in obedience. We can right. kill the flesh. Yes. We can feed the spirit. Yes. We can live a victorious, Christ-centered life out of the love of the Father. Right. Mm-hmm. Which the mm-hmm. opposite, the thing that he juxtaposes in verse 15 with adoption is fear. Mm. He's not given us a spirit of yes. slavery, which leads us to fear. Yes. But you've received the spirit of adoptions, mm-hmm. uh, of adoption. And so, like, we know that perfect love casts out fear. And so we can walk not afraid, mm. which is how a lot of us live our lives. We're afraid of the stock market crashing. We're afraid of the China, you know, <laughs> bombing us. or like, like, we live in this fear or we're afraid of looking stupid in front of so-and-so or whatever. We That one hit home. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to look stupid. Yes. Lots of fear. We don't have to live in that fear. Right. And he mm-hmm. says, because now fear. the reason we don't have to live in fear is because we've been adopted. Yeah. Not uh-huh. because those things might happen. That's exactly right. Right. <laughs> but because you're my right. son. That's you're my exactly daughter. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this it plays right in well into just our first question for reflection, and I'll see how many we can get through. But <laughs> right. the first one is just why why does it matter that we know that we're children of God? Why why does it even matter? It, I don't know. It, it may it may be a little intuitive, but mm-hmm. why would, why does it matter? 
What does it matter that we know? That we know it. That we can have this confident hope and yeah, assurance. That's what, yeah. That, you know, life is not just about right now. Right. Man, that's so hard to wrap our heads around. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this hopefully if we're blessed 80 years, I don't know. But, I mean, it's a vapor. Right. right? Solomon called it hevel. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a mist in eternity, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We have hope. Yeah. The hope that does not disappoint is not for tomorrow. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the hope it'll rain. It's been raining the whole time yeah. we've been doing this. Yeah. We don't hope like that. And in our we're groanings, we're hoping for the next life, the next thing. Yeah, the yeah. resurrection. Yeah. The yeah. new body. We have That's the spirit. Right. Yay. We have the power of the spirit in us, yeah. but we don't have that. We're still su- suffering in sin. Right. You know, like having to die daily to that right. sin. Let's get rid of this flesh. Yeah, come on. Get but knowing off. our identity, we 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 walk differently. We do. It's like it's like you know, talks about the difference in being a slave and a son in a household, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you just, you walk differently. You, mm-hmm. you make decisions differently. You, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just completely different. Mm-hmm. If we understand our identity, if we that's know right. that we are children of God. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I like that yeah. too. How, how does knowing that you're a child of God change your, well, you just said it. How does it change, <laughs> does it change your attitude and the way that you live? You're like, the way you like this yes, changes like everything, yeah. how you live. <laughs> it changes all the things. Yes. You, yeah. You got different. And we are blowing through these questions. How about that? We didn't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah. The third question is how have you been empowered and equipped to put to death the sin in your life by the Holy Spirit? I didn't air quote that. Like it's really in there. Yeah. 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 Say, <laughs> it's actually quoting the scripture, yeah. but how, how, did, how have you been empowered, equipped to put to death the sin in your life by the Holy Spirit? And then the other part of the question is, how have you struggled with that? Yeah. <laughs> Putting sin to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we all live where Paul was at the end of seven, <laughs> where we want to do the things we we don't do the things that we mm-hmm. want to do, and we, you know, whatever the opposite of that is. But as far as the equi- equipping goes, how do you feel like you've been equipped to do it? What are some, like, maybe something real tangible well, we have the word of god i was about to say we're okay. led, yeah just we're knowing that we're spirit. not in bondage to sin anymore we yeah. have been set free mm-hmm. we don't have to sin mm-hmm. we don't have to go that route we have been equipped and empowered through the holy spirit to be different to mm-hmm. live differently yeah. um even if all of our lives up until salvation we did a certain thing we gossiped or we lied or we embellished or whatever it is if we went all the way up at that moment, we we no longer have to. Before we had to. That's how we live our life. That's how we, you know, hustled. Mm-hmm. But now he takes care of us. We're his child. Mm-hmm. We don't have to live that way anymore. And the and 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 the power of sin mm-hmm. has been broken yes. in our lives. So mm-hmm. the spirit in us has way more power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You than the power have, of sin. You're not controlled by the sinful nature, but by the spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are not controlled by the sinful nature, right? But by the spirit, exactly. Do we believe that, mm-hmm. right? He's given us that, right? Right, and so we can we can obviously rest in that. How are we? And he, he talks about this, like how are we led by the spirit? Mm-hmm. That's th- this whole thing is about being led by the spirit. Well, how do we do that? Number one, he opens up our eyes and ears to the word of God. Right. The way he speaks the most is through the word. Okay. Mm-hmm. If so we're word. not in the word of God, yeah, we can't expect to be led by the spirit. Equipped. Right, look, we, we're not equipped. Yeah, we y'all keep equipped. talking. I'm gonna bullet point these things as yeah. you talk, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> so I've heard word uh-huh. because we have the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. We 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 can read and understand the word. Yeah, we yeah. actually can. We can yes. do that. Right, like so these word. are ways too. This is umbrella Holy Spirit. Right. right. Okay. He's gonna speak through His word. Yep. Yeah. Nothing's ever gonna go against His word. Right. If it is, it's not the Spirit. We know this. That's how right. we can test it. Right. Right. He's gonna use the people of God. Okay. So now, right. 
So now we got community, mm-hmm. right? So the, word, the church, yes. yep. the people. Yeah. And experiences. Yeah. Okay. And experiences. I've sinned in the past. Line up. I know how to do that. I don't yeah. want to do that again. Right. And so let's explain that. You know, this is experience of God kind of stuff. But when you are in the word and you respond in obedience by the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? We, you know, whether it's through the word and a person or and the church or whatever, mm-hmm. we experience God. Right. In real time, in a tangible way. It's the manifestation of what he does mm-hmm. through his word and through his fruit and through right. the people of God. We don't call it consequence. That's right. Or, or, or coincidence. Right. We don't call it coincidence. We call it the Lord. That's right. He's showing up, <laughs> answering prayers. And yeah. when we experience yes. God, then we're, our faith grows mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. And then we're encouraged to even, let's do that again. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's he want to say today? Right. How can I use this yes. to encourage and empower somebody else to, to know him more? Yes. And be led by him more. Right. And oh wait, oh yeah, yeah, sure. I want to share that. Oh yeah, that thing that you shared with me two days ago. Yeah, I want to share that with somebody too. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That thought that I might have had. Well, does that line up the word? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to pray for that person right now about that. Yeah. You know, and see what God does. Anyway, we're empowered by the Spirit through those three ways for yes. sure. All right. So I heard word, mm-hmm. community, the church, yeah. mm-hmm. being like accountability, right? Um, experience mm-hmm. that says I know there he can, experiences. Yeah. experiences. Yeah. Right. He's going to make a way out for me. He mm-hmm. says he's right. not going to put me in a situation that I can't pray. Prayer. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. You'd mentioned prayer is a way yeah. to do that. Aligning ourselves. I would mention probably in prayer, um, the uh, um, repentance right. is part of prayer. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, yes, pray for strength to withstand the temptation. Lead me not into temptation, right? Mm-hmm. but deliver me from evil. Yeah. Crap, but I got tempted and fell. Oh, <laughs> and then repent. Right. Let's yeah. get, that, let's get right. the relationship back right again. Yeah. Okay. You are not condemned. There will be consequences right. for your sin. Yeah. Right. But you are not condemned. Yeah. So walk out of freedom from condemnation. Yeah. And just start again. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's mm-hmm. that's well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I want to dig in so much there. I don't know that we should, but <laughs> I'll I'll take all the things we just mentioned. Um, because you, I, we struggle with sin. We struggle with um, putting to death all those things. Mm-hmm. And it takes all of those things we just mentioned to have a rich, full life mm-hmm. uh, right. of, of sanctification, growing in holiness. If you try to do one part of that without the other, it it's harder, mm-hmm. right? Like you can, you can stick your nose in this book and try to do it by yourself and never go to church. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. yeah. You can go to church right. and not read this ever. Right. And you're going to be like, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. But you start putting all these things together, which the Holy Spirit is, sounds like he's designed it. Right. You got the word of truth. You have the body of Christ, which would yeah. be the believers. You have uh, the ability to have communication and share and confess your sins one to another. Right. Mm-hmm. That takes the sting and the, or takes the, the teeth out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Like when you Exposes. confess to one another. Yeah. Brings it to the light. Yeah. yeah. We, we were even, we were mentioning this on the last podcast, but uh, we didn't go here, but I'll go here now. If, if you're having a hard time, if you're if you're addicted, or if you're just drawn to like pornography, it's the it's so easy to get it right now. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest it's ever oh, been yeah. to get it, right? But it's also the easiest to not do it because you get a so many resources. You want to put a blocker on your phone right. that tells your buddy that you just did the like yeah get that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. So right. if you're really serious about it, yeah, it's like that. Yes. And that'll take the teeth out of it. Right. Yeah. Like, man, I got that temptation. Oh, this is going to go to Scott if I look this yeah. up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Like, and he's going to be like, hey, what's oh, up? Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. So that's great practical stuff, too. It is. You know, we have 
uh, several of us guys, we have five questions that we go through almost weekly. And one of them is, have you looked at anything or been a part of anything that would compromise your purity mm-hmm. since we last met? Yeah. yeah. That's a hard one to answer every time, isn't it? You got to answer that. You know what the next question is? Have you have lied? You lied about any of these questions? <laughs> have you, about have you been truthful about any of the, or untruthful about any of these questions? Yes. Yeah. I've seen the little business coach. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that's, you know, again, people of God. It's part of the way we are led and, and experience this. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. And not in yes. a, a judgmental, but in a, in a way, but in a way of like, man, just mutual brotherhood. Yes. We are after the same yeah, thing. Let's Growing go. in holiness. And, you know, what? one yeah. of my favorite times with a friend was when they were, they felt comfortable enough to be vulnerable and honest to share about a sin that they had fallen in. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a shocker, honestly. Mm-hmm. But man, it made me appreciate our friendship it made me pray more diligently even. Right. Mm-hmm. It made me want to hold those arms up even more yeah. mm-hmm. and fight this battle. Yeah. You know, and since it's always been a no, I haven't. Right. Mm-hmm. No. Haven't. Yeah. It's been great. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God. Doesn't mean it hasn't been hard. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean I haven't had to fight this battle, have to maybe uninstall a couple apps, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. or or choose to have a little bit of um not Sabbath, what's the word I'm looking for? Um Fast, a little fasting oh, yeah, 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 from some yeah, of these apps right, for a little while right. or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's a blessing there. Yeah. And, you know, all these things that you're talking about and all the the wins, even some of the battles that we lose, I think this is going to be next week, but leads right into 828, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And we know that in all things, right? like not just because of all things, but with all things, yeah. in all things, right. all these things that you've gone through, all these things that you experience, the good, the bad, um, the triumphs and the failures, mm-hmm. God is working yeah. for the good yeah. of those yeah. who love him and call yeah. according to his purpose. Mm. Um, I love that we've, we've focused so much on, well, we, Paul, has focused so much on life through the spirit here because, man, it can be such a, uh, a weird topic Sure. So much so that we can go, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like the third person of the Trinity doesn't necessarily exist. He's just a weird thing out there. You know, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> well, <laughs> Francis Chan calls him the the forgotten God. The forgotten yes. God. Like, yeah. no, no, yeah. no Holy Spirit, please. That's weird. Right. But yeah. there's no power. Right. There's no um, opening of the eyes of the scripture. Right. There's no walking this life of faith out. Mm-hmm apart from Holy Spirit mm-hmm. right. and so many other things. So, man, I just, I just want to encourage anybody that's watching today. I know it, we could spend three or four of these just talking about yeah. these concepts, but yeah. um, go to the Word of God. Search the Word of God. Don't, don't, don't let Him be a forgotten God. Yeah. Really yeah. go and, and read about the Spirit's role uh, yeah. in your life and how to live in freedom mm. because of the, the indwelling presence of the living God in each of us believers. Yeah. yeah. I am scared to death of mystical type things and the Holy Spirit can sometimes fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wrongly. Yeah. Call it the Holy Spirit is, is a person. It's yeah. a person of the Trinity, right? Like mm-hmm. we we treat it like it's a a dove flying around. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or it yeah. might it might get in you and get out of you. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no man, it's just it's just the presence of the Holy God in you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that's it would if to not have that in you, then you're not you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not fully you. You're not a son or a daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't rip my DNA of the king out of me. Right. Like that's, that's my guy. That's my God. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I will say too, in Romans 8, the whole chapter. Read it. Is so Read good. it over and over. So <laughs> many commentators and preachers and pastors have. It's they, just my favorite. They have said that this is just the most beautiful and most encouraging passage of scripture. Certainly this ending part that we'll get to next week. But it's, but isn't it because it's that Holy Spirit that's, it's just all in there that we want to know more about, but we might be a little scared to lean into. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe that's why it resonates so much with us. Yeah. Because how can none of these bad things or anything in all the world separate us? Well, it can't separate us because he's in us. Yeah. He's exactly. in us. Exactly. And isn't it just like him. the enemy to, to make you want to be powerless? Sure. Yeah. To make oh, you be yeah. asleep. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right. Fine. You got right. salvation, whatever. Mm-hmm. But watch. You're not going to be on purpose. Mm-hmm. Watch, you're not going to be victorious. Right. Mm-hmm. Watch, you're going to live this life without. Mm. It's like you know, having a laptop for a while and then like you never plug it back in. Right. Now you just got a brick. <laughs> you, you, know, <laughs> anyway. you still got it. Weird analogy. You still yeah. got the laptop. It's still, there. It's still got all the things on it and right. in it. No right. Power, but though. there's no power. Yeah. You could show somebody. Like, look! Look! I got this laptop. And you're like. That looks pretty boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it doesn't. If it doesn't actually it turn on. What's up with that? Anyway. But it can. It <laughs> yeah. can turn on. Yeah. Yeah. It can do all these other things, really. But I'm scared of that. Yeah. Right. But that, I'm not going to plug it in. No. That outlet's weird. Yeah. yeah. It can shock you. Uh, it's probably a bad analogy, but <laughs> yeah. anyway, no, you get the point. All yeah. analogies break down at some point. <laughs> yeah. The title of my uh, chapter eight is Life in the Spirit. It's like the difference in life in the spirit yeah. and life in the flesh. Mm-hmm. It's magnanimous the difference Mm -hmm. like we become fully alive Mm -hmm. as we walk in the spirit Mm -hmm. right yeah we become fully alive we become who christ has created us to be right we become more us as we walk in the spirit so see if this resonates you've heard people before like oh man that person's just different they glow the whatever you know i wish i was more like that or um I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak the gospel to anybody. I'm just gonna live it out in front of them. And you're like, "Oh, that sounds great." And I right. know we have to speak the gospel, yeah. but I think what they're saying is that person's got the spirit. Yeah. Right. That life is different because of the spirit. Yes. And it's hard to go. Well, well, you. That's what you need. Then what you're asking for is you want the spirit of God in you. That's you want right. to exactly open yourself up to Him and His work. And and like you're saying, it empowers all these other and enlightens all these other right. things in Scripture. Life and peace. Yeah, life and peace, life and peace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like if you're if you're wanting, if you say you're a Christian, and you're like, man, I sure wish it was more like, a, you're you're missing the spirit. It's available. It's, it's there. available. Here it is. How can he you have available. fruit without a fruit tree? Right. Like, how can you have peace if you don't have the fruit of the spirit? Right. If you don't have the spirit, mm-hmm. which we have the spirit, but if we're feeding the flesh, right, that's what's going to grow. If we feed yeah. the spirit, we're going to have fruit. Yeah. Right. We yeah. truly can have joy in the middle of yes. difficult times. Right. Mm-hmm. And you we know? can't manifest it ourselves. We can't go like, yes. uh, like that's good. fruit's right. going to pop out. You're not going to squeeze know? the fruit out. Delete that part, Jacob. Delete that part. Come on. Come on, lemonade. Come on, lemonade. That's a tomato, bro. That's not going to yeah, happen. That's right. we, we cannot manifest it. It has to be. It has to be in you. Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. 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 Well, I want that. Me too. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. good. Absolutely. We're on the same page yes. here. Absolutely. Well, yeah. our last question, and it's, uh, I think we've kind of already answered it, at least you have, um, and it was, have you ever experienced the Holy Spirit's help in your prayer life? Mm-hmm. I think you said in that kind of deep yeah. emotional part, all you could say was help or, yeah. you know, Jesus, and you actually had an experience where you were saying, 
something that you don't even know what you said. But yeah. It worked. I, w- I would just also like to add one of the most practical ways that I experience regularly the Holy Spirit's help in my prayer life is when I read the Word. Now, I alluded to it earlier, but I go out and about, bread and butter, wherever I am in town, and that thing that I read today is something... Somebody needs to hear. Somebody needs to hear, <laughs> yeah. and they're going through that. Yeah. And I get to stop and pray with them yeah. and pray that scripture yes. in their life mm-hmm. and watch what the Lord does in their life yes. because of something that he did in my life that morning. Well, what if I was disobedient and decided, ah, shoot, I'll, I'll read later, mm-hmm. which right. is fine. Yeah. Right. I just didn't necessarily have the exact tools that Holy Spirit wanted to use mm-hmm. for that person yeah. for that moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have used somebody else. Yeah. But we know that we are created in Christ for good works, which yeah, he's exactly. prepared Already in right. advance, before yeah. we're ever born, right. to do to walk in, right. But if we're not in the Word, yeah, you know, how are we mm. being able to respond in obedience? Yeah, so yeah. Closing thoughts on Romans eight. It's the best. Besides that, <laughs> it's the best. Is that what you said? It's the bestest. It's, it's the best. Memorize it. Oh man, live yeah. it. Really, really. It it. If you want to know, uh, am I saved? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yep. Go to Romans 8. Yes, go to Romans 8. Are you being led by the Spirit? Mm-hmm. Have you seen your life changed by Jesus? Like, y- you you can know, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and then uh, test the fruits. Like, am mm-hmm. I setting my mind mm-hmm. on the things of the flesh, or am I setting my mind on the things of the Spirit? Because to set the mind on the flesh mm-hmm. is death, mm-hmm. but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. Am I experiencing life and peace. Am mm-hmm. I being led by the Spirit? I mean, I think that Romans 8 and uh, all of Scripture, but Romans <laughs> 8 answers so many questions and just gives so much comfort and security mm-hmm. um, and helps you to walk out your identity as yeah. a son or daughter of the King. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. 11. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Christ from the dead is living in you, the Spirit <laughs> yeah. that raised Christ right. from the dead right. is living in us. Yes. Right? He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. He will give life. Mm. Will. will. That's the mortal body. Not might, not yeah. if you do these things, but he will, and yes. these things will happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, yes. that's always, that to me, that's just what he's been speaking to me most during this whole seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, you know, I'm his child. Mm-hmm. He's father. Yeah. He's given us this. Yeah. yeah. That's it for me is the whole fatherhood thing. And whether or not you had the greatest father on earth, if you had a great earthly father, then you can relate. You're like, right. oh man, this is great. He's so much better than that. So much better. Yeah. Or if you had a, cr- a crappy father and you're like, man, that sucked to have yeah. the crappy father. But it's like, oh, but he's so like, whatever yes. you were lacking, he is so much better yeah. than that. Yeah. Let him and I renew think that. in the context of Romans, being a letter to a certain group of people at a certain time right. who were not feeling like they were family even. Right. And he's like, hey, you guys got the, you guys got the same dad. <laughs> and he's awesome. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's work together. Let's be unified. Let's remember we have one spirit, one baptism, one, you know, good. Mm-hmm. one word. So love it. Anyway, I think, uh, I think we'll end on that today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for um, joining. Yes. Always, if you want to, Go back and catch the, the messages or more of the podcast. It's at eastridge.church slash Romans. You can catch all of it there. We're going to continue throughout the, the year and a couple more different sections of it. So it'd be good to check out the webpage every now and then to kind of get uh, caught up and refreshed. So eastridge.church slash Romans. 
And uh, I think that's it for us. Next week, we're going to find out what can separate us from the love of God. Yes, it's going to be great. Hint, hint. <laughs> not to do it. All right, not we'll see you guys. Bye, Till next Bye. time. Bye. Well, well, well. Yay. Yay. I can bring a friend.